0: What about my sweat equity? Good. Sweat, equity. Sweat, sweat, sweat equity. My sweat equity. My, my sweat Rest equity. in peace, Eric. He's, in, in. He's in Orlando dying.
1: Isn't he really visiting equity? family though? That's that's a noble thing.
0: He's taking his seventh seventh? His uh, seven-year-old daughter out uh, with the family. It couldn't be hotter in Florida right now, and he's going. He's being a good dad. I, I like, but if you're not here, we like to say R.I.P. That voice, that other sultry voice you're hearing on the mic during the intro—how unprofessional! Who uh, is Alex Abel? Abel?
1: Alex, unprofessional Abel.
0: Abel Abel. I just I I I'm gonna get shit for mispronouncing your last name. I
1: get Abel. I get Abel. Asbel. A
0: B E L L. Where can they find you online? Um, uh, so personal brands.
1: I underscore M underscore I. Able. Mm-hmm. I am Georgia, from that- Georgia, and I like pie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I am able, um, but then we're hopefully. I guess we're going to talk a little bit about my new brand, uh, Lunchpool. So mm-hmm. that's on all the social channels. Let's Lunchpool.
0: Do you want to bring in part of your team? As part as being the co-host of this podcast, no, okay,
1: no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Mike's over here as well.
0: You see hey. yourself on the screen? Hey, I exist. <laughs> why, why don't you pull over this way a little bit more so I can keep you in frame? This is gonna be a little bit of a sloppy podcast because I don't have Eric or John Paul.
2: Slopcast.
0: Slopcast. Ooh. First time podcaster.
2: Happy to be here, Michael Dimmitt.
0: First time podcaster. <laughs> All right, I like it. Uh, this is a big one. You popped your cherry. We only got. A, look, we've got. When you do stand-up shows like I do, and you do them in bars, and you don't have a lot of people in the in the room, and you're hosting, you have to go. Hey, we're small but mighty. That's what I like to say about this podcast. We got a couple thousand listeners, but uh, it's a good high quality. I like to say because they don't really engage very much. So um, <laughs> we'll get them to engage. Well, I want them to engage with this uh, this app whenever it, you do launch it to the public. Um, so lunch pool. Uh, and we're gonna have part the rest of your team. They're gonna they're gonna fucking come in like a bunch of hobos later. Yeah,
1: Paul and Megan. If you don't show up, then you're dead to me.
0: Look, I I hate to I hate to make the racist joke, but are they Asian? No. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, they're late. Let's they're just late. put it that way. They're stereotypes for a reason. So,
1: so I called Paul and um, I'm like, "So are you coming?" Left him a message. Left him another message. He calls back. He's like, oh. Hey, what's up? But we went out for a couple of adult beverages we, last night. We had fun last night. Yeah. No excuses.
0: Get look, I'm here. I mean, I'm here. I woke up. Here. I went to an art show and I wore uh, hot pants and my Patrick Swayze tank top because I didn't know it was a really fancy art show. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I was uh not wait sober. wait wait
1: hot pants. I thought hot pants were like tight pants that you wear under a skirt. Is that not? That's a skirt.
0: Oh, okay. I think like the for- the spork of uh, of women's wear. No, but. Uh, I was serving probably I call my hot, pa- my hot pants uh, just really short shorts because I got huge legs. That's where all the power's at. Gotcha. I was just on fire last night. Man, for days. I was like, dude. I was like riffing bits better than I do on stage, just in public. It was fun. Um, so that was fun at Lot 1901, and we're in Tampa Bay. We're in the hot enclave of Ybor City right now, uh, but this. This experience y'all have with uh, to create Lunch Pool is something that's ubiquitous around the country, especially in white-collar America, right? Yeah. So uh, explain to the audience what you guys are working on.
1: Yeah, definitely. So we are building an app. It's really a platform that helps you connect with other people around you because what we've identified is there's a desktop dining epidemic. And it sounds crazy because it is. But look around your office. Yep. Uh, if you work in an office or if you maybe work at home
0: you and to be to give people backstory about you, you worked in kind of big corporate america as yeah of sorts, I'd yeah. say,
1: so I had corporate roles for the past ten years, and I just kept looking around and there's people eating salads over their keyboards, not taking lunch breaks at all and um and some of the best experiences I had with connecting with my coworkers and getting good work done were built over relationships that we formed over lunch
0: yeah i so I'm with you. I used to think the other way, Gordon Gecko style, mm-hmm. lunches for pussies kind yeah. of thing. And now I, I I've totally flipped that. You know, it's about being thoughtful to make the time to eat with people. Yeah. Um, and there's always a ritualistic thing, you know, or, or basic kind of uh, psychology that we break bread with people. There's something to it. And then if you really want to do a like a you uh, like a CX kind of thing, a customer experience mm-hmm. of like. How, how would you rate me as a lunchmate? Yeah. You're going to get a high score because if you have a decent meal, people are, are we always talk about um, when you do a review, right? Mm-hmm. When you ask for a review for your business or brand. Yeah. Try to get it like a wide receiver.
1: Okay. Hear me out. I mean, I'm listening.
0: When you, you get this beat into your head when you play football, catch the ball at its highest point. mm Always catch the ball at its highest point or else no one else can get it, right? Mm-hmm. So you have, to, you have to figure out the, the physics of that as you're moving. It's really tough. But what they're basically telling you is you get it at the highest point, no one else can get it. Mm. Right? Unless
2: they're taller than you and they get it at the highest point.
0: Well, it, but you've got to get right in front of them, right. right? So Rondé Barber, one of my favorite players, he's 5'10". He still would scoop it out of, of people that are 6'5". Mm-hmm. It's more about being in the right position. Or Steve Smith is a great example of a wide receiver who created space. Basically, what I'm saying is you want to catch people at their highest point mm. and uh, to get a review in, in business mm. with this. I think when you make relationships, doing it over a meal, I used to think was very uh, flippant or, very you know, just like it's like uh, this seems like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Right. We can just have this conversation for 15 minutes. Yeah. Why do we need food in there? And I'm trying to I'm on the Atkins diet. You yeah. Know. Uh, but but now I'm, I've am i totally flipped the other way, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying, is I think there is a lot of value in that. You just have to create the time to do it.
1: Yeah, and I think that... So we found a book called uh, Never Eat Alone. It's uh, Keith Ferrazzi. He's a New York Times, Times best-selling author.
0: He wrote it while eating alone, probably. probably potentially. <laughs>
1: um, but but it's this this whole concept of, it seems like a waste of time, Yeah. but it's emotional work. It's like getting to know people, connecting, breaking down barriers, and... We're so entrenched in technology these days. Yeah. Like, just communicating on Slack and stuff, you miss out on eye, lang- or eye contact, body language, all these things. Like, we could be talking for a year on uh, on a communication tool. Which we have. Which we have.
0: We have, we have You and I have five different ways we're talking. Yeah. It's a little confusing. It gets super confusing. Sometimes. We have Slack. We have text. We have uh, Facebook Messenger. But, yeah, yeah.
1: Sometimes I put, I'm like, did we really have that conversation? Right. I can't <laughs> find it anyway. <anywhere. laughs> but, but just face-to-face, that's when you really... You kind of let your guard down a little bit, especially over food, because you're you're eating. It's you know you're in that that primal zone where you're breaking bread with someone else.
0: Well, do they eat like an asshole too? I think that's part of your <laughs> upbringing.
2: Yeah, we talked about when you're eating, like, do you have bad eating form? And Alex is like, you're thinking too much into <laughs> it. No,
0: that's what I was about to say. If you, you just made the scoop with the hand when you <laughs> eat like prison style. Put your you arm around just it, like
1: yeah, soup all in the beard. Or-
0: so what what? Uh, with every good idea, there's always a need, right? Yeah. That's business 101 for anybody listening. So for the uninitiated, this is a podcast about kind of uh, finding your hustle and trying to figure out what you're doing. You guys are in the middle of it. You're doing literally the sweat equity right oh, yeah. Um And hence the titular you know, kind of reference for Shameless the show. Shameless plug
1: for the show. Yeah.
0: yeah. Give us a five-star review on iTunes, all things. Hit them at that high use. point. Well, you got to hit us at that high point, uh, but also... I need a. You want know the cheat code? Is a five star on iTunes? We need the rate and review. Write one sentence. I'm we're gonna do that after this. Uh, I. You know what? I encourage all it listeners me, to go do that after I, this. i in June. I made a pledge to myself. I made a pledge to myself uh, that I'm gonna whore myself out to get as many reviews for my brand Tokabaga. Yeah. Uh, T O C O B A dot G A. If you Friends want to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, dot G-A. We're, we're fancy like that. Tokubaga. I always mispronounce it. Tokabaga. tocobaga I, I don't even know if that's how it's pronounced, but that's how I pronounce it, because nice. it's an Indian tribe that was in Tampa before uh white men eradicated. Cultural
1: appropriation.
0: Well, that Tampa means sticks of fire, hence our, hence, uh, our logo, nice. which is a campfire. But our whole theme, and I'm going to bring this into y'all, see so how I'll weave this in real classy. Oh, I, got right.
1: a, I got a strategy for you.
0: Well- We're sitting around a campfire. That's our whole thing. Is like we're strategizing what our Mm. next move is. And so as a business consultant offline, that's what we kind of do. And then we execute a lot of services online. We're bringing both worlds together. For y'all, you have the HOV lane uh, as your – well, it could be a vagina, a very (laughs) pointy vagina. This is what Asian vaginas look like. I don't know if you guys know that. You guys know that?
1: Wow. Okay, so this is never going to make it onto our official – Facebook
0: page, but... Oh, did you not know the the slug line for this podcast is pragmatic business advice with dick jokes? Yeah, that's true. So you're always... You've been on the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry,
1: Mike's grandma, if you see this. Yeah, it'll be
0: fine. Oh, is she going to find this? Is she she, uh, a big uh, podcast listener?
1: She's actually one of... She's one of our uh, beta testers. It was a
2: a hilarious beta test that we did. Well, my grandma will be okay with it. She likes a good joke.
0: Yeah, you know what? I find that the shows that have the older clientele, the older people... They actually like the dirtier stuff because no one talks to them about it. Mm-hmm. So speaking of which, when I worked at a mutual fund company uh, in L.A., very corporate, yeah. I ate at my desk all the time. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I definitely mm-hmm. empathize with the idea. I think there's a need for it for sure. Um, and I, I see the kids that do what's – the, what's the one group chat? It has a uh, red solo cup as their logo. Um, there's a lot of kids doing group video chat. As a younger generation, like I'm talking like 13, mm-hmm. we're in our 30s. Uh, I'm in my 30s. I don't know how old you all are. I'm in my 30s. Yeah. But I mean, like, there is this video group chat kind of thing. You're catching, I think you're catching a wave at a right time mm-hmm. where it's becoming a little bit more, um, uh, the technology's gotten there where you can do it on cell service. Yeah. We decided to make the lunch pool a brunch pool today. Yes.
1: We have food. I was told not to eat the food because apparently it's disgusting when you're on a podcast. It's fucking food. gross.
0: <laughs> you don't, we don't have to play it like I didn't say it. I'm going to eat one chip. I'm going to yeah, eat one chip and happens. see what
2: happens. Try yeah. to talk For, while you eat. Ugh. Wow. Mm.
0: That bums people out. Jogging. Some
2: people like that. It's uh, there. Are, there's a whole YouTube community around people who just make weird mouth noises yeah. into the microphone. It, what is,
0: it's, A-S, it's a s. It's a bunch of letters. Oh, a- a- ASMR. ASMR yeah. And uh, I think Alex is part of that community.
1: I love it. He is You're now. My people.
0: <laughs> yeah. How do you? How, <laughs> Grandma ain't gonna like this comment, but how how do you like that? Probably, <laughs> there's <laughs> probably some dudes jerking it to that. To um, you, chip. Chipping, chipping. chipping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Think about that. All right, well, we'll
1: But whatever. don't think
0: about that, Graham, and we're back.
1: So um, what, one thing I was going to say, though, if you need to get more reviews, you said you're going to pimp yourself out to get these star ratings and comments. Gorilla and style. That. Gorilla style. Yeah. So I'm going to be- hound you all before you leave. What, what better way than use our app, go have lunches with people, and then while you're at lunch, be like, hey, while we're here, captive audience.
0: Now, uh, for, for business-minded person like myself mm-hmm. i'm trying to do as many video chats instead of phone calls okay so kind of it it may not be the actual one i might use it in a different fashion yeah yeah have you found that have people that so i'm what, not so much lonely as i am i need i, I have to be so time efficient right now yeah. uh, in my 2019 campaign to unfuck my life yeah um and i try to i try to schedule everything through zoom Mm-hmm which I guess would be a competitor of sorts, but you're not really looking to zoom to, to have lunch with people. Yeah, is that something that you all y'all thought about as far as like this has this has a lot of tentacles that can go?
1: Yeah, there's I mean there's limitless opportunities for business development and for feature development. So right now we're doing a friends and family launch feature development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, and so Mike's a developer as well, so he could he could bore us all, but impress <laughs> us all too. Boris, I will. Boris,
2: people like to hear about.
1: Yeah, I'm just pay, I'm picking on you, but um, but there's like limitless options. So some people are like, "Oh, well, you should go partner with restaurants, and you can, you know, monetize no, there." No, and I, I yeah, <laughs>
0: I hate restaurants.
1: Well, fundamentally, I love restaurants, but I'm not. Going. I love going. Yeah, well, I think I don't like the business. Well, they're getting squeezed so much for right. they're already thin margins.
2: They're so. fucking crazy. Yeah,
0: well, it's just that we've said it on this podcast. You get into you start a business because you're really good at one thing, usually, yeah. right? A local business. Yeah. But you don't know shit about running a business. Yeah. You're, you make a good pizza, you don't know how to run. There's so, the other half of it is the business side of it.
1: Yeah. And there's some, there's some good business owners out there, but they're getting hit up constantly. So our, right.
0: our, that's another thing. Yeah. They, they've got, they're taxed. So yeah. our
1: avenue is uh, the restaurants are our marketing partners yeah. because we can show off their food. My wife's trying to FaceTime me. Do it. Hey, baby. Bring her in.
0: It's fine. She's in Germany, right?
1: Hey, baby. I don't know if the sound works like that. Can you see on the camera? This is my wife.
0: I can't close in on it, but...
1: Uh, my hey, missus. Hey, hey, baby.
0: Hey. Hi. <laughs> Your daddy's on a podcast.
2: Hey, baby. I'm going to call you back, okay?
0: Your kid already has I'm a five. podcast, probably.
2: Probably. He's our... I love you. I'll
0: call you baby, back. The baby's our CEO. Baby's the CEO? All of, she's our, all of our executives. She goes to jail if you guys fuck up. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Juvie. It's real fucked Juvie, up, guys. Juvie,
1: she'll be out when she's seventeen or whatever. She's That's uh, true. chief eating officer, so we have a ABC suite.
0: You did one of those cute kind of. Uh, yeah, we have a few kids <laughs> in the it keeps Declarations.
1: Us, it, keep, it keeps us grounded because the kids are our future. There's three of us that have children. Yeah, and so okay. we have a, a CPO, a CEO, and a CISO. That's C- cute, guys. So we have the chief infectious Spile o- Sp- oh. smile officer. There's the door. <laughs> so you can leave whenever you want. What's it's the our, CPO? Uh, chief pooping officer. Oh I'm like that one. Yeah,
0: well, I'm a fan of poop humor, but, you know, <laughs> I, it's, when it's a reach. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so you just hung up. They're in Germany. You just hung up on them?
1: Well, she, I, she said call her back. All right, it's all right. Good.
0: Yeah, We we try to keep this to about 33 minutes, so if your team shows up, they don't, whatever. You're going to be back, I'm sure, because I I really like this idea. So where are you all at? What's going on? I feel like I've cut you all off as far as giving the short pitch on it. So by all means, take it away. So
2: the app right now is in a friends and family launch, and right now we're able to create groups, and you can have a a lunch we're releasing it to a small market and we're getting feedback. What Mm are the features do people want? Those get onto a prioritized list. And then we make decisions on what's um, technologically feasible Uh and what to build next. And these add-ons are actually good. We have our main pages, which is our foundation. Okay. And then we have these, additional pages that we can try out we can add them and remove them pretty easily
0: i get into programmer mode as well i, I know how you're site mapping it out as you're talking it, it. Is a, yeah i like Oops. it no i'm no, no no it's fine uh let me try to help so uh because I, i'm with you on that i know what you're saying but for those listening uh you have your main crux right you have your main like um it's to it's to fulfill a need that you're not a bummer the office and you're eating at your desk and that is lonely, you, but you might be surrounded by a bunch of cubicles, a bunch of people, but you still might be lonely. Right. And so what you're talking about is that's the crux of it. And then there's a bunch of features that can be outlaid after that. Right. Yeah. Maybe something. Yeah. So, so here's
1: here's on. the, here's the quick pitch. So like, and I'm working on this too. So one of the things about starting a business is <laughs> you're all
0: get an LLC, <laughs> no one does that. Get an LLC. Reason. So we have some some an LLC.
1: Lunchpool LLC. We also have a DBA, so we Get can a just a lunch
0: pool. It's $50, yeah.
1: But you always have to refine your pitch, and it's going to grow over time, just yep. like your brand. Mm-hmm. So here's the latest one that we have, the quick one. Yeah, nothing's
0: precious. Nothing's in stone. Yeah. It's going to change. And what you guys, look, we may talk in a couple months, and you go, oh, we found out that fucking coal miners love this.
1: Yeah, we pivoted, and now right. we're, a, uh, <laughs> right. we're not even in lunch anymore.
0: Well, uh, If you listen to uh, How This Got Made, I think, this podcast. A good
1: podcast. Uh,
0: it's great. It's it's like the professional version of what we, do, <laughs> we would want to do. But it's like every app uh, that's on that podcast, that app was something else beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So here we go. So Lunch Pool is a tool to inspire empathy. There's nothing more shared than the human connection to food. Feed not only your belly, but your need to meaningfully connect with other humans. It's only through shared stories and shared experiences we get to truly connect in ways that inspire innovation. It all begins with breaking bread. So our app can help you find people to break bread with, connect, yeah. and connect with your higher sense of purpose in your work.
0: So we're really, yeah, like your copy, your brand message is really hitting an emotional tone. Yeah. Uh, empathy, I think, is big. We talk about it a lot in this this office and mm. this podcast. I think it's kind of everything. Um, you have to have empathy and ego to kind of do your own thing. Yeah. Um too a balance. Mu- too much of both. So we took those uh, Asher Strategies personality tests, and I, I was really satisfied to see like my empathy ego was like 80% in both, and that's like mm. a good sweet spot. Okay. Wh- too much ego, you're fucking, you're Gordon Gecko. Yeah, yeah. And so, or I didn't even see you had a make-lunch-great-again hat. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I get some, I get I some interesting looks t- when I go out.
0: Well, I've been getting called alt-right lately, so <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know why. <laughs> I I couldn't look crunchier if I yeah. wanted to, but um, I guess I'm alt-right. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, but I think the the core thing that we're trying to hit on is, like, if you've worked in a corporate role, or even if you work for yourself, you know that it's it's lonely, there's oh, emotions f- that come into it.
0: En- Entrepreneurship is isolating. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're mom and pop shop; you yeah. got a team around you. It, you you silo yourself out because you oh, yeah. have to, and then you go, "Is it?" Because there's so much risk involved a lot of the time for yeah. every entrepreneur. No matter what, it's going to be isolating.
1: Yeah, and, and it's not only that. It's like even if you're surrounded by people in the office, you still we we all put on these masks in the workplace where we're like. I can't. I can't let people know that I don't right. know what I'm doing. Which you is know?
0: why Friday late shows stand up comedy is the worst. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Why? Steve Martin said that's why he quit doing stand up. Why is it? Well, let's 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 go through the, the spots. You got an eight o'clock and a ten o'clock show usually at every comedy club. Okay. The the Friday is when uh you got people in an office that go out for happy hour mm-hmm. afterward uh-huh. and they. They let it ride until that 10 o'clock show. Mm. 10 o'clock shows is notoriously shitty. Mm. And that's why. Just everybody's like hecklers fucked up. or? strong people, mm. people not paying attention, just like everybody's everywhere. And They're now, let
1: loose.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, one of those things where it's a th- it, it does have to do with what y'all are fulfilling as a need. Mm-hmm. Those needs aren't met because they can't have a real conversation. We're so PC'd out. Yeah. I always said me doing stand-up is kind of like, here's the things you can't talk about on a normal basis that you want to. Yeah. And that's, if I get real, uh, it's going to be cathartic. Oh well, yeah. If I get real kind of righteous about it, that's why I feel like that is a little bit of what we're doing. But at the same time, I just say I'm at a barbecue and I have a loud, louder voice. <laughs> um, but it, but you're fulfilling—it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, really—is yeah. what y'all are fulfilling. We're trying to
1: get people to self-actualization, which is the top. Well, but some people are—some people are in like—that's
0: an interstellar yeah. like, trip. Oh yeah, but some—some <laughs> pe- some people
1: are like right now, like they don't feel safe at work to even talk about their their needs. So. Well,
0: and now they're fed a bunch of horse shit by the media. That's like everything needs to be PC and everything's this and like you can't say this and you can't say that. You can ask questions on like what's comfortable to talk to someone about. I feel like my my best. We have more. We have more fucking opportunities to talk about to communicate than fucking ever, and we suck at it. Oh yeah, really cool. We fucking suck at it. A
2: really cool component with lunch is that at the end of the day, it can be just lunch. It's just lunch, right? I was using the app on Friday. I'm in Tampa. I work remote. Yeah, and I use the app to reach out to people on. The friends and family launch to go have lunch with someone. I ended up having lunch, and I met someone new and had this business conversation where I talked about all these startup books I've been reading because this person threw them out there. What you got? In real estate.
0: Hit him, hit, hit the, uh, I have their
2: card. Oh, the, the books, the Lean Startup. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so I've been Scaling reading the lean? lean Startup. That's my favorite book. Okay. Uh, Slicing Pie is about a dynamic equity split.
0: So yeah. the whole podcast we want to always throw out like a couple pragmatic tips. So this is great. So you Yeah, so that.
2: what I really like as a quote from the Lean Startup is uh, there's a part portion that says find the person you want to be on the team. Uh-huh. Some people like to be specking out the new Uh, technology. Some people like to be the business manager and outsourcer. Uh, Some people like to be the worker to just buckle down and tackle the features. And so that's the idea is you want to, you want to just get, find out where you can bring the most value. Right. And when I heard that in the lean startup, it helped with some conversations at lunch pool. The slicing pie is about dynamic equity split. Okay. And it also talks about a grunt fund. And this idea of grunts is very much what we're up to. What's a grunt fund? So a grunt, well, a grunt fund is where you have either prior to your first round of funding, Uh uh, you have what's called a pie, and then you allocate that to a certain amount of what you expect the value of the app to be. Okay. And then that becomes validated when you finally bring on an investor. And then- the pie actually becomes bigger when you bring on an investor. Okay. So you give up your equity stake. Uh-huh. They might get 50% and you get your team gets 50%. Okay. But now the, twi- the pie is twice as big. So if they come in with a million dollar valuation, your company is now actually valued at 2 million okay. if they come in at a 50% stake.
0: Interesting. And the
2: idea with the grunts is that they usually travel in packs. So if you bring a grunt on your team, they're able to find... Other grunts, and usually there's a grunt leader
0: and and speaking of grunts, your grunts are coming in, I think right now yeah, yeah, <laughs> no uh Alex just dipped out to to go grab them if anybody's watching on video, but um
2: he didn't agree with something I was saying, so he he jumped off <laughs> he yeah.
0: was really mad <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it kosher oh man, go for a walk he's talking off mic too how embarrassing Ooh. uh why don't y'all pull up right cool. there? uh I've got a mic for you here and here. You might have to pull a chair, that chair in over right. there. Um, feel free to have a seat. We're going. This, you don't have to wait for Paul. You can sit, sit down, grab some cans, put them on your head. you um, Get ready to join the roller coaster. Yeah, this is a wild ride. Um, so let's see here. Let me see if I can bring you in. This is what we call dead air. Do you want me to slide? Dead air. You're, as long as if you turn around you, see, you can see yourself in frame, you're fine because I ain't moving it. Do you want him to come this way? Yeah, but you can't hit that camera right there. Shout out to Mevo camera, the most frustrating camera on the market. <laughs> uh, um, so, let's uh, bring you all in so we can get your voice. You can have this mic. You're going to have to hold that one like a rapper, probably. Uh, like this? Like a rapper like that? Yeah. It, well, I mean, if you ever watch The Breakfast Club, I mean, anybody? No one? This house. is the whitest room I've ever been in. Okay. Uh, why don't we... Why don't you introduce yourself so we can get uh, everybody, uh, this is more of an audio podcast, but we do video as well. I'm
1: Megan, and I'm doing social media and influencer marketing.
2: Hey, I'm Paul. I'm the one uh, straddling this Mevo camera. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I do social media marketing, but the opposite side of what Megan does, so performance marketing.
0: All right. So... This is this is a, a heavy crowd we have in here. Uh, as far as we've never had five people on the mic, so
1: yeah, law was like, if we get more than a couple of people <laughs> on the podcast, it's terrible. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to bring the whole crew.
0: Well, I mean, literally, this is what y'all are fulfilling as a need. Um, we're we're kind of manifesting it as a, a little bit, and so there is a need to meet up for brunch. There's a need to meet up for lunch. There is some value in the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, we just found the new. There's a hierarchy of needs for business that we found in, in Harvard, uh, Harvard Business Review. That Is I the thought new was one? yeah. They, they did it for for business though. I'll send it over to you. We did a whole episode about it, but um, let's. I want to talk about. I, I want to keep going back to why why this happens, and we've talked about. I've been depressed before, um, not in the not in a workplace kind of setting, other than this. Yeah. Uh, but how long have you been freelancing? Well, I mean, I'm forever. I okay. guess free. I guess I've never considered it freelancing because I've owned this is a, the business I've owned for four years. Gotcha. Okay. So technically, we're freelancers as a business, but
1: Uh-oh. I guess I'm outside of the office. You haven't been in a corporate role for.
0: Oh, no, not quite a while. since 09. Yeah. Um, So I worked at a mutual fund company called Dimensional Fund Advisors. One of my old bosses won the Nobel Prize for economics. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> And then I worked for a mom and pop shop that was a uh, air purifier company called rapid air out of Pasadena. And I did a bunch of stuff for them. So I got kind of that part and then this part. And then I worked for a franchise group called solo salon studio. So I've had kind of every part of it as far as, you know, what bucket you file, you file into Mm -hmm. big, small franchise, corporate, whatever you want to call it. And then started this up, uh, and I've always done stand-up on top of that. So every at night, I've been doing stand-up for over 10 years. So I have a, I'm a weird guy in that respect.
1: Very used to rejection.
0: Uh, yeah. No, seriously. Failure Failure makes you better. You're going to fail more than you – I mean, God, I just got back into stand-up after taking 10 months off. And it, look, it it hurts. It's like working out after not doing it after a while or going for a run or something. And it's like, okay, I'm getting – I'm getting I'm getting out of breath going up the stairs, but I know I know this is better for me if I just run stairs for a I feel a while.
2: like you're literally talking about me right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> after coming up here. <laughs>
0: I was trying to I was trying to yes, and that breathing, but yeah. <laughs> um, but we've talked about I know Alex and I have talked a lot about, you know, uh, the mental part of running business and or just being you're kind of like what I, I call a sniper in a business, you're kind of a hired gun. Mm-hmm. In a corporate setting, because mm-hmm. you you're probably way younger than you should be for the position you had mm-hmm. previously, um, a wonderkin, a prodigy, big footed guy, whatever compliment I can give you. <laughs> but talk about talk about some of that necessity as far as uh, the mental part of this.
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> some of the most productive meetings I've been in are meetings that there's like six or seven people piled into a room, and I just say what are we talking about? Like, I just drop all <laughs> pretense and say, does anybody really know what we're talking about? And Which, by the way,
0: good move. Oh, yeah. You're zoned out.
1: Oh, yeah. Every, well, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's my Power that, used play. To do, that used to be my move. <laughs> hey, guys, let's take a step back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's circle back around. Yeah. All the buzzwords. But, but, <laughs> but really just challenging people to say, does anybody actually know what we're talking about? Because sometimes it's just one person in there that's trying to get everybody on the same page. Right. And everybody else is just waiting for the meeting to be over with. Are you,
2: Alex, are you talking about the meetings where we have elephants in the room and we're trying to find the truth on why we're at that meeting? Maybe
1: I'm not even in the startup world, but like in the corporate world, you have, you know, just meetings on meetings on meetings and nobody's really knows what's going on. Yeah. And so like that kind of sentiment is what I feel like.
0: It's a lot of wasted time. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck is this? Why are we doing this? Yeah. You want to just scream that all the time.
1: And so we have, we have. That sentiment is so widespread in in corporate, but also in in just work in general these days. It's like, yeah. why am I doing what I'm doing? Right. Is, it, is it is it fulfilling my needs? Is it just a paycheck? Is it whatever it is? And so, like as an, it's
0: self actualization. Yeah. Like, people don't do that enough. Yeah. Yeah. The un the unquestioned life is not worth living kind of stuff. Where you're, I've been telling everybody lately, this has been working for me as far as we got that.
1: heavy too. This is getting the heavy podcast. I like
0: that business is psychology. I mean. Look, dick jokes are the great equalizer. That's why we have them on this show a lot. Uh, but it's the thing of like, what to get me out of being depressed. What I did is I go. I had to really self-assess. This is last summer, and I go, okay, what do I know that works mm-hmm. for me? Working out. I grew up in a family full of athletes. It's kind of dad was a former uh, NFL running back, so it's like I got my mom's genetics. But uh, <laughs> but. I know, like mentally, that keeps you stable. So I got to do that every day, right? And I know that'll get me out of that'll get me out of a lot of a And yeah. any any pity party stuff, any victimizing, man, I can't believe I'm in this position. I would just start going for a run, right? Start working out. That works for me. Yeah. Now I think about this in diets too, right? Mm-hmm. People talk about I got to eat this, and I could You need to do keto. You need to do this. You need to do whatever. And it's like, no, you need to do what works for you. Yeah. What we don't do is the like the daily journal of like hey, I ate this. This made me feel like this. My energy level has been like this I tried that. It's
1: it's hard to get in that groove. It's
0: really hard. No, don't get me wrong. A lot of things are easy. Answers are simple. Execution's tough. Yeah. I I think that's what separates us as a business here. I think it's on our site.
1: But for me, too, it's like, so one of the things I learned from this is that I had some businesses before, and they crashed and burned. It was because we were talking about ego, like, i mm-hmm. self-destructed so like having people around you or burned out or burned out i think you burned out both yeah because i had three businesses at the same time while working while working and, and, and trying married. to graduate college
0: yeah and married you have a kid well, now. this was before
1: being married but but being able to uh to have people around that'll keep you grounded and kind of let you burn out but kind of pick up the slack that's that's huge
0: that's why i'm gonna pitch this is how i'm gonna have to end this episode where are we at can someone see the top left corner in there my my eagle eyes, yeah, 32. perfect. All right, so, um, yeah, I got twenty twenty vision one I twenty fifteen the other, but I can't read it because everything's a little foggy, yeah, yeah. a little hungover. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I would say is, you guys need to have your own podcast about do this whole process. We talked yeah. about it off mic before we started. Is like we should start mini documentary uh, of the work you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you as you can see, you can do it in a lot better fashion than we do it, but you should show the sloppiness of getting the startup going, but also you guys have the video. (laughs) Like you guys are literally doing video all the time. You should be capturing that. That's all Paul. So you're capturing that, capture that, find a through line, see if you can make a mini doc, see if you can make a whole doc out of it or something, because Hey, maybe this has a life and maybe it doesn't, but maybe that kind of, I think the process of what y'all are doing right now and the idea mixed with that, Mm -hmm. I think is really interesting.
2: Yeah, I've been uh, pretty quiet, but largely because this dude's awesome. I just want to hear him talk. (laughs)
0: Well, there's 193 episodes of Sweat Equity on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Laughable app. That's where you can tag your favorite comedian. And then if I get on anybody else's podcast, like Tinfoil Hat about conspiracy theories, it'll pop up on there. Shout out to Sam Tripoli. But it's one of those things where, uh, you know, we're running out of time, but Actually, just tell everybody where to go. Uh, what's your call to action, sir?
1: Let Paul do it. Paul, what's our call to action? Uh, while on the on spot.
0: The spot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you can definitely follow us on social media. You can largely find all of our accounts at Let's Lunch Pool. Let's Lunch Pool. Yep. We're also huh. at uh, letslunchpool.com. All right. Or you can reach out to any one of us directly.
0: And then maybe get on. If, can they sign up? Like uh, we were talking yesterday. Did you make the sign-up sheet to get on the beta testing?
1: Yeah. So you can actually go to the website. Ooh, you can click. Uh, man of action. You know it. Click on uh, sign up for the beta. And then we'll be reaching out soon to show you that kind of next steps when you can start testing this bad boy out. So
0: get on that list. We're, this is it. You listen to this podcast. You made it all the way through. Uh you can literally get on this list. This isn't some hokum pokum that uh you'll get you'll just be on some list that you'll be on a marketing list forever. Everyone yeah, won't sell it or anything no, like that. Uh you know, again, small but mighty. So let's see let's see who shows up.
1: And let's uh Megan, what's your one takeaway from uh from being on the Lunch Bowl team? She's one of our newest members, so I'd love to hear some parting words maybe. <laughs> we we got him um, to come all the way out here.
2: Yeah. No, it's okay. Like, hey, uh, it's, a, it's a fun team. And if you want to see all the behind the scenes, like they said, follow Let's Lunch Pool. Uh, we're doing a lot of stuff. There's a lot of video and a lot of fun food. So all right. Sure check it out. I sweat equity.
0: That's been the podcast. Thank you all for doing this. sweat
1: equity. I sweat equity. I sweat
0: equity. <laughs> yeah. You got to do like Jocko. <laughs> what are